Good evening, everybody. Common Sense American is here again. And uh, I just want to say right out of the gate that I do appreciate everybody tuning in to listen recently. Um, a lot of the podcasts I've done have been getting a few more listens. I don't know why. Perhaps it's just because I'm doing things a little more topical, or maybe I'm just hitting a chord with certain people. Uh, with that being said, I've also noticed that the overwhelming majority of my uh, listening audience, especially among subscribers, are senior citizens. Now, I, of course, have no problem with that, and it was expected. After all, it, it does appear that the majority of uh, Republicans, and especially conservatives, do tend to be older. So it comes as no surprise to me that there are, you know, mostly people over the age of 50 and 60 who listen to my podcast. But I would like to reach a younger demographic, if at all possible. I know there are plenty of younger conservatives out there. So if you are a listener and you know somebody, a family or a friend, family member or a friend who would be interested in listening, please do send them uh, maybe one of my podcasts that you think is particularly good or one they might find interesting. I think that's a, a great way to start um, because I do believe that there are indeed plenty of younger individuals out there who do believe in uh, right and wrong and good versus evil, which is where I believe we're at. This is no longer right versus left or Democrat versus Republican. I think we're getting to the point where it's sane versus insane and rational versus irrational. I, I really do believe we've reached that point. And speaking of that, I'll use that as a segue for um, my speech here tonight. I really want to talk about what I perceive to be the uh, personality of the leftist individual. And it does vary depending on how far left they are. Uh, you know, I, people tell me all the time and remind me that there is a difference between Democrats and liberals, and of course there is, and I know that. However, as the Democrat Party continues to go farther and farther left and get more and more irrational and more and more out there, you know, off the deep end, as far as I'm concerned. E even people who used to be moderate Democrats are now just following them right off the cliff and becoming just as insane. And I think maybe the number one difference, and I, I, I don't know if you remember this, this was a while back, I had done a podcast on the biggest difference between Republicans and Democrats. And you should give it a listen. This is, this is going to be similar, but this is more about... Um, I, I really the personality, the, the makeup of the individual who believes one thing or the other. And in my travels with uh, not just the podcast, but also as writing as a reporter, as an editor in the political sphere, uh, also in the entertainment sphere, uh, you know, I've been out there for 20 plus years doing this sort of thing. And I have noticed um, a distinct difference between the two. And it has only gotten, that the gulf between the two sides has only gotten wider. The gulf between the two personalities has only gotten wider. And while it is certainly true that on, if you go to the extremes on both sides, you just come across nutjobs. And I have indeed come across extremists on both sides. I've come across extreme leftists and extreme right-wingers. And let me tell you, they're both crazy. Uh, both scare me. They're both nuts. I, I'm scared of anybody who believes um, crazy things and and does not use their own brain and parrots things back to you and uh, does not do their own research and chooses to be nuts and ignorant as opposed to informing themselves. That is not progression. That is not an educated individual. That is not somebody who I can even speak with because 
you, you're, you're, you're too far gone. I can't deal with you. You're, you're not using your brain or it's not working correctly. One of the two or both. And that's, that's one thing to, to make plain extremists on both sides. It's just not, I have no interest in you, but just regular old leftists and right wingers and conservatives and liberals. There is a marked difference. And at least in my experience, the, the conservatives at least seem to be much happier nicer, more cheerful people. They are far more interested in promoting the positivity of life, it seems to me. You know, they are saying, you know, when they say, you know, yes, I, I support Donald Trump or I support this country, that that in and of itself, to support something is inherently positive. And they support a great many things. They support pride in country. They support pride in self. They support the idea of freedom and, you know, freedom to bear arms and freedom of speech. And all of these are very life-affirming things, things that are optimistic. They're manifestly optimistic to support something and to stand up and be happy about where you are. And on the flip side, liberals always seem to be attacking something. Always. They're not happy with anything. They hate everything, including, in many ways, this country and how it's run. Now, I am... All four people saying we have to change some things and the country is not that great right now. And unfortunately, I do agree with that. Although there are plenty of ways to fix it, we just don't seem to want to fix it. Um, we are trying, obviously. The Trump administration continues to try. Um, and I do think in some ways we are headed in the right direction. However, you know, calling out the country for failing in a variety of ways, there's nothing wrong with that, provided that you are being in a responsible, intelligent citizen and doing it with a calm, clean, stable mind. And that is not what I'm getting from liberals. These people are freaking crazy. They, they, it's, it's almost as if, and I, I have a theory as to why they're so unhappy and why they're so hateful and why they're so belligerent and hostile. My theory is that deep down, I think they really don't believe half the crap they're saying. Because it's so illogical, so irrational, so against common sense and logic in so many ways that they just, that the body, like the subconscious is rebelling against them. And that's why they're so unhappy. They know they're wrong. I think in some ways they just know it. They feel it. And they don't really know why. They can't really put it into words, but I think they feel it. I think this is why they're so hateful and why they just can't seem to converse on a civil level. Every single time I try to ha have a very simple conversation with somebody uh, who disagrees with me politically or societally, if that's a word, societal is a word, um, every time I try it, if, if the person, the, the farther left the person is, the, the worse it is. And again, we're talking about extremes, so you can't really talk to those people anyway. But if they're in any way disagreeing with me, it, it essentially almost always inevitably boils down to them calling me a name. They, that's where it ends. That's the end point of all of it. They scream, call name, run away, and laugh or something. Like eight-year-olds. And then I started to think, it's not just that they're unhappy. It's not just that they clearly are miserable. And by the way, just as a footnote, did you know if uh, people who are Democrats are far more likely to be, to be uh, depressed and anxious? Seriously, that's a fact. Look it up. Anyway, I, I think the reason why they're this way. And, and beyond that, 
the immaturity is affecting them badly. We no longer raise mature, confident, capable, self-sustaining individuals. And Democrats sure as hell don't. They are no longer of the belief that an individual should forge his own path. Obviously, this is not their belief. They want socialism. They want big government interaction with our lives. They want them sticking their noses into everything. And they want it because they're not capable of doing it themselves. I've, I've made this plain before. The country that wants socialism or the any, any area, any group of people who want socialism or communism, those are people who are on the verge of giving up. Those are people who know they can't care for themselves any longer. That is really the reason deep down. They want someone to care for them and care for everyone around them because they believe they're just somewhere deep down, they are not capable of doing this anymore. And they're worried that other people aren't capable as well, so we might as well just make everybody even take care of them all. Or everyone take care of everybody, which in the long run never works. And if you're interested in hearing more about that, please you know scroll back through my podcast and find the early podcast I did on socialism and how it's a soul-sucking ideology and just crushes the ambition, dedication, discipline out of every human. But I digress. My point is, they are both miserable and shockingly immature. What we have here are adults who are 40, 45 years old, my age, who act like they're 12. This is the reaction of people who are on the playground. The name-calling, the mocking, the and, and then you add in the fact that they're an adult, so they issue in all the swearing and the hostility. If you watch, uh, and, and I suppose protests maybe by default, there is a, a at least a kernel of negativity and hostility because you're protesting something, you're unhappy about something. But has anybody noticed that when liberals do this, it's nuts. The looks on their faces, the look in their eyes, they want blood. These people are crazy. They should scare everybody. They're miserable. It's obvious that they're miserable. These are self-loathing individuals, and I think if you actually talk to them, many of them will agree that they're self-loathing, and that and everything sucks in their world. The country sucks. Everything they do sucks. Death is inevitable. They have a million problems, especially mentally, psychologically. Their lives are a mess. Because they don't believe in anything. They don't believe in the nuclear family. They don't really believe in the sanctity of marriage. They don't believe in, in, in children and having children and not getting abortions. They don't believe in American pride, so they don't sign up for the military. They would never do that. They don't serve their community now any way besides going to a damn soup kitchen. They're certainly not going to be firefighters or police officers. Very rare. This is not what they do. They don't believe in anything. They have no moral center. And because of that, they are miserable. And then you throw in the immaturity, which is shocking to me. I mean, it's amazing how childlike they've become. They believe everything they're told from the people who they like. They believe everything. Absolutely everything. Anything Obama has ever said, they believe it. Anything the, the CNN has ever told them, they believe it. No matter what you come back at, come, come back to them with, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. How many times has CNN or MSNBC or CNBC or how many of these so-called news sources, how many times have they recanted, apologized, or just flat out said we were wrong in the past few years? I mean, how many times can that happen before you start to question things and go, well, gee, you know, if they keep doing this, why should I keep believing them? 
And how many times can you listen to their obvious liberal bent on everything and believe that what they're saying is fully objective when it clearly is not and hasn't been for some time? They took everything Obama said, hook, line, and sinker. They didn't question it even a little. And let me take as a certain sidebar here. I do know certain people, conservatives and the like, who don't question anything Trump does either. He can do no wrong, which again is not the right way to approach things. It just isn't. There isn't anybody, there is no leader who can do no wrong. Um, and we should be calling out that leader for things that we don't like. And that's where our, our own thoughts should be coming into play. How, what we believe and what we think. I did a podcast um, some weeks ago where I, it was essentially confessions, my own confessions as to where I do not gel with the standard conservative viewpoint. And there are several topics on which I, I tend to, you know, diverge from the traditional uh, right-wing norm. And I think that's important to do because it shows that you have a brain. I don't see that on the liberal side. And on the Democrat side, even the moderates, they, there's almost, there's very, very little in the way of uh, their own brain function and saying, well, no, I don't, I don't agree with this. How could you possibly be in lockstep with people like the squad? Those people are crazy. They're just crazy. Take a step back. Ignore their religion for a bit. Ignore their race and gender. Ignore the identity politics that absolutely got them elected. Ignore all of that for a minute and just take what they're saying at face value and look at it and look at this country and see what they're doing. There's fear mongering everywhere. There's racism being flung everywhere. And I did, the, I did the show about the liberal who said, uh, you know, white people have no culture. This is something they believe. Don't even think for a second that they don't because they do. If you believe these kinds of things and you really do hate people with this level of passion, and trust me when I say, if you disagree with them, they hate you. The reaction is not, oh, well, why do you disagree or what's your stance? The reaction is you're wrong and I don't like you. That is why it is becoming so incredibly difficult to have any sort of dialogue between the two sides. And I'm telling you, it's coming from the left. They have changed so drastically and fundamentally in the past, I'd say maybe decade, 10, 15 years. And yes, I'm sorry, but it was happening during the Obama administration. Well, it has nothing to do with, with racism. This is just what's happening. And then as soon as Trump took office, obviously it just exploded and proved to me beyond any shadow of a doubt that, yep, these people really are this immature, really are this hateful. And you're seeing it. You've been seeing it for the past three years. You're seeing everything that they do from obstructionism to flat out attacking the president. Anyway, as elected officials, I still don't know what they do. I have no clue what Democrats are doing. Aside from saying, give us more money, ramp up the taxes, and Trump sucks, I'm still not sure what their daily function is because it doesn't appear to me like they're doing much of anything. And getting back to the psychology of the Democrat, the psychology of the leftist, take a look at their actions. Actions speak louder than words. The words we know, the words are going to be insulting, they're going to be mocking, they're going to be derisive, they are going to be inflammatory, incendiary. This is what these people do. They want to start a fight. The so-called peace-loving tolerance left. They always want to start a fight. You are always wrong. It doesn't matter what you say. Everything you believe in is false and bad. Not just wrong, but bad, evil. And they're coming after you. This is not a difference of opinion. This is you're wrong and we're picking up a baseball bat to prove that you're wrong. That's what scares me. That is the difference. 
you could make the argument that right-wing people are saying, for example, about the, the gun issue, okay, that's it, don't even come anywhere near me, I'm, I'll pick up my gun. Now, I suppose you could put some hostility behind that. And I think there's some there's something to be said for people who seem to care a little bit more about their guns than they do certain members of their own family. However, it's not the same thing. They are defending rights. They are defending constitutional rights. Liberals are defending nothing. They're not defending anything. They're not defending freedom of speech or freedom of expression. They don't want you to have that. You only get that if you agree with them. And that is where their makeup starts to irk me. The miserable, unhappy, hateful, everything is awful, everything is a problem. I, you see it in our entertainment. It's all dark and gritty and depressing. These people are depressive individuals. They're self-destructive in so many ways, and I really do believe it's because the core of them is fighting back. Something in them is saying, you, you, you're nuts. You can't keep going down this road. You're, you're going crazy. Listen to what you're saying. Look at what you're doing. You don't believe in anything. You have no moral center. You don't believe in standing up for anything outside of people who you, you know, who you agree with. And that's it. Everybody else is an idiot or a loser or stupid. Do you understand that that sounds like an eight-year-old and that you're in a 40-year-old's body and you shouldn't be sounding like this? It is the brain rebelling against them. This misery this hostility comes from immaturity, I believe, and a subconscious, uh, you know, yearning to embrace the goodness again, the good things in life, and to embrace common sense and logic and rational thought again, because they've gone so far away from it. And I don't think the human brain is good for that. I think when you start to go that far away and you're still technically sane and there's nothing chemically wrong with you, the brain starts to, you know, starts to kick back and say, you know, none of this makes any sense. None of it. And I think that is affecting them as well. There is a part of them that is saying there's, there's got to be something wrong. And if you talk to people who walked away from Democrats in the past few years, I think you'll find that a lot of them you know, the extremism and radicalization of the leftists, they started there, they just hit a wall, said, we can't go this far. I'm sorry, we can't go this far with you. And when they said that and got the reaction, which is, oh, well, to hell with you then, then get out, we hate you too. They realized just what they were a part of, why they had to get out. And that is their, their personality and persona coming back to the surface after being tamped down under misery and hate and saying, yes, there are good things in this world and we don't have to deal with this anymore. And we know that this is backwards and sophomoric and just counterproductive in a million ways. We don't want any more part of it. And that's what I believe. You've got the misery, you've got the hostility, you've got the hate, you've got the counterproductivity counter in a million different ways. These people don't feel like working. They don't believe they should have to work. They want socialism. They, they want illegal immigration here. They want chaos and anarchy. They want these things it seems to me, and the normal functioning human brain does not want these things. And that is another element to their crazy personality. Maybe I'm wrong, just spitballing here, but I really think that there's something to this. If you have interactions with Democrats, liberals, and you, you maybe you see this in some way, by all means, let me know. If you see something else, again, let me know, because I'm often at a loss with these people. I have no idea what they're thinking or if they're thinking at all. And with that, I let things go.
and hopefully that uh, hopefully people will say, well, I I feel a little bit better about living in the world of common sense and logic and rational thought, and I'm I'm glad I'm fighting against you know immaturity and hostility and rage and all of that. So let's just say I'm happy that I'm on the side of the right. I wish people could talk to each other more, and if they ever get back to some semblance of sanity on the left, I'd be happy to discuss various things. But if it's going to degrade into name-calling and a playground interaction, bullies versus whatever, I, I can't do it. Grow up. Look in the mirror and see what you're becoming. And we'll go from there. Okay? Thank you.